Listeners, did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year? And if that's not bad enough, most cleaning formulas are 90% water, which is heavy to ship, leading to excessive carbon emissions. Plus, those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia. That's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet. Nobody's trying to have that. Enter Blue Land. Blue Land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refills start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, white wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like white wine, true crime, and in bed by nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> we are housewives of true crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Hello and welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime, That's where us. we talk housewives shit and true, true crime, crime shit <laughs> and drink cocktails, both, and wine. Yeah. Today we're drinking real fancy wine. I know. You know why? Why? Because it's Valentine's Day week. I wouldn't want that wine cellar to get cluttered. No. So I pulled out the good stuff, the opus. Yeah. Gretchen is real stoked right now. Yeah. yeah. I haven't had this since I worked for fancy people that opened it up for you. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So thanks, Sean, for letting me grab that one. Yeah. He doesn't know. No, he doesn't know. And what he doesn't know won't hurt him. Yeah. We are, I already got in trouble for one of those. Yeah. Stop listening to the bonus episodes, Sean. <laughs> I said something a little freaky on the bonus episode that didn't involve my husband and he listened. Well, he's not supposed to listen. Yeah. But all of you guys that have not listened on Patreon or Himalaya, come hear about what a freak tab is. It's uncensored. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you get the good stuff on the bonus episodes. So check us out. Mm -hmm. It's only $5 a month. Okay. And you get lots of bonus content. Okay. Okay. 
since it's Valentine's Day week, we actually got a gift from one of our listeners. We did. Heather Fairchild. Thank you so, so nice. much. Thank you so much. It's more than we're going to probably get from our husbands. Yeah. My husband every year asks me, so what day of the week is Valentine's Day? Like it's just February 14th. Never changes. <laughs> it's not a day, a specific yeah, day of the like week. Mother's Day or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> and he never gets you anything anyways. He never so, gets me anything anyways. So why no. does he ask? Yeah. <laughs> is oh. what I see Valentine's Day as now. You know what we're doing on Valentine's Day? We're going to see Sonic because my son has been begging to go to the movie. And so that's what we're doing. Oh, real romantic. Real romantic. When my kids were in preschool, I handmade the coolest Valentine's Day for them, like out of felt, and I sewed them all. Oh, I remember. Dude, the moms at the preschool totally dogged me. Because they were were jealous? They were like, who do you think you are making these crazy Valentines? Like, that's not how we roll. Take it back a notch. Listen. And I was like, they put me in my place, and I, I learned my lesson. Really? Mm-hmm. Your school, your fucking nannies all make your Valentine's no, 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 kids. No, 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 no. Or the moms have nannies, so they have enough time to make them crazy. No, not at the preschool. Oh, okay. We were at the Catholic school preschool. Mm-hmm. All the moms w- did not like me, and I can only come to the conclusion it was because I put a little makeup on before I took my child to <laughs> school. And one of them used to always say, you're always put together. You're always put together when you drop your kids off. I'm like, well, I'm not really that put together. I have my makeup bag in the car. I do my makeup on the way. And I'm not in my pajamas. Right. Like you, Gretchy. Right. 24-hour wear. (laughs) I was thinking, you know, I was listening to our podcast and I thought, you know, maybe we should come up with like a mom's line of clothes that you can just wear day 24 hour wear. Sometimes I do do that because your workout pants, if you put on, if you have black, you know, like leggings, you can throw on some high boots and a sweater and you look real cute. I want something a little more comfortable. Then what? Then workout pants. Like sweatpants? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Joggers? Yeah. Actually. So I think joggers are also really cute. If you throw on some high heels and a tight oh God, shirt with the heels, la 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 la. You know what I just started using real quick? These silicone pads for your eyes. So you sleep in them. They're working. Oh, speaking of Valentine's Day, sexy. Oh, that's, that's super hot. sexy. By the way, I put them on after, after Sean goes to sleep. And one day he woke up. He's like, what the fuck is on your face? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, don't look, don't look. That's what I do when I don't want to have sex. I put the face mask all over me. (laughs) (laughs) It's like repellent. Oh my God. It for sure is. This week's episode, by the way, is about some crazy ex. Okay. So it kind of like ties into Valentine's day. It does. I mean, I don't know. This is kind of random, but you know what my kid said? Well, I'm such a bad parent. Ruby asked me, she's like, mom, how come all families have incestors? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, God. 
I think it's like one in three rubes, but like literally this is what I said to her. Well, I think it's like one in three, but I don't think all families have incestors. And she's like, yeah, my teacher says all families have incestors. And I'm like, no, I'm like, oh no, it's, it's ancestors. We all have ancestors. <laughs> one in three. I don't know. I just took that out. I'm so twisted. That oh is what's wrong with God. me. You're so crazy. All right. Well, I'm going to tell you now about not ancestors or ancestors, oh, okay, but crazy exers. Oh, okay. All right. So, Gretchy, this case comes right out of Orange County where you live. That is my residence. It is, but not in the same city as you. Okay. This couple lived in Anaheim. Okay. Where the Mickey Mouse. That's what I was going to say. Exactly. And their names were Michelle Hadley and Ian Diaz. You can buy a condo, which they lived in, for $300,000. Really? In Anaheim? Yeah. Or a house for about $600,000. So it's pretty pricey, but on the cheaper end of Orange County, I would say. It is on the cheaper end of Orange County, and there's a reason. Why? It's Anaheim. I know. The only good thing about Anaheim, I feel, Disneyland. is Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't want to, like, bag on anybody that lives on in Anaheim because I do think it's... It's just crowded. It's like, it's like any other crowded suburbia city-ish. Yes. Yeah. But it's still in Southern California. You're not far from the beach, and you're right next to Disneyland. So it's not the worst place to live in Southern California by any means. Okay. And Michelle and Hadley. And you know what? you got the Angel Stadium there too. I think the Angels are going to move. No way. Yeah. Actually, I have some friends that live in Anaheim and they live in a real cute place. But anyways. Okay. Michelle and Ian, they also like the Anaheim. Because Ian actually was super into Disneyland. Michelle ended up getting a job there. But that's besides the point. In 2013, Michelle and Ian met on an online dating site and hit it off right away. Michelle, 26, a marketing specialist, and Ian, in his early 30s, a U.S. marshal, seemed to be the perfect couple. And when they say fools rush in, well, maybe they're not lying. These two got engaged right away and eventually bought a condo. Now, Michelle, I think, was pretty naive from her very conservative religious upbringing. However, she was previously married for about four years to her (laughs) high school sweetheart and her one and only relationship before Ian. Remind you of anybody? No. Okay. (laughs) But heck, Gretchen. Wait, tell me that again. I wasn't listening. Neither were the listeners, so it's okay. (laughs) Okay. So Michelle was married for four years to her high school sweetheart and got divorced. And that was the only relationship that she was ever in before Ian. Okay. And I just asked you if you knew anybody like that. Do I? No, I I still don't know. Okay. But Gretchen. Yes. You know what this made me think of? Who? Your parents. 
Oh, yeah, they're crazy. Your parents married after like a week. Yeah. And they only knew each other a week. And they're still married. And they're still married. Yeah. Friggin' gnarly. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay. So, well, Michelle actually saw some red flags from Ian, but decided to ignore them. Like we all sometimes do. Right. And I think it's easy to do. I don't think it's the right thing to do. And Gretchen actually once told me an Oprah quote. Do you remember what you told me one time when I was- I have so many Oprah quotes. I know, but I was dating somebody that you didn't think I should be dating. And you said, you know what Oprah says? Doubt means don't. Oh. You remember that? That is a good one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Michelle was not taking Oprah's advice at this point. And Ian had some kinky sex fantasies that Michelle was not really into. However, one night, she decided to please Ian. Ian found some stranger off Craigslist for Michelle to have sex with while he videotaped her from the next room. Oh, damn. (laughs) I mean, to each their own, but not my kind of foreplay. And it wasn't Michelle's either. No, these things never work out. Yeah, she felt pretty bad about the whole situation. And Ian didn't really come for her. He basically told her to get over it. And no one was holding a gun to her head. So they bought a condo together so that he pretty much is holding a gun to her head financially. Well, yeah. So they actually bought the condo after that. Oh. This sexcapade wasn't enough to make Michelle leave. And she thought she was in love with Ian, so they bought the condo Okay, after that. okay. Unfortunately, she made the mistake of putting over $14,000 down on the condo, which is what you said. Now he kind of has like money over her head, right? Yeah. Shortly after moving into the condo, Ian got more controlling with Michelle to a point that she couldn't take it. And on... No other than Valentine's Day, she left his crazy ass. Whoa. Yeah. From there, it was a little bit of a nightmare, as you can imagine, with this condo. Because both their names were on it, she put the down payment, and they needed to settle what to do with it. Ian clearly did not want to move or sell, so they came to an agreement with lawyers and all that BS that you got to do that Ian had six months to take over the full mortgage of the condo or sell it if he couldn't afford it. During this time, Michelle was living with her parents in Ontario and decided to get her MBA at Chapman University. She also was still working, so she was pretty busy, but not too busy to notice this SUV that looked just like Ian's creeping on her. This creeped her out so much so that she went to the university security and they banned him from the university. Go university security. Yeah, right. She though then sends a weird email to Ian that I'm going to read to you. Okay. It says, you're in your body, but your mind is somewhere else. Your sins are many, including defiling me and my family with your wicked and evil sexual acts, your financial coercion, 
and irresponsibility, your gluttony, your greed, your lust, your sloth, your wrath, your envy, and most of all your pride. I will bring the full force of the law and the word of God against you to judge you. Okay. Okay. Now this email is odd for sure. And she claims that she was suffering from PTSD and blacked out when sending it to him. Well, she sounds real intense. Like I probably don't want to hang out with her. (laughs) I can't ever imagine writing something like that, but I also am not that religious. I don't know. I mean, listen, she sounds like the kind of person that probably sends like a rage text or something. And, you know, I don't play like that. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Maybe. So Ian's pretty alarmed by this email and goes to the police and said he's afraid of Michelle and tries to get a restraining order. And the judge throws it out. He's like, this is whatever. Girl's crazy. But yeah, just about this time in January 2016, Ian meets a new lady friend named Angela who happens to be prego. She and Ian, like fools Russian again, seems like Ian's M.O. Angela moves in with Ian just after a couple weeks, and they marry one month after dating. That happens. It happens? Yeah. Fools rush in. That's what I'm saying. So shortly after Angela married Ian, her luck seemed to be running out. She had a miscarriage and she too started getting threatening emails. She wasn't pregnant by Ian. She was pregnant by some other dude. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. So the emails look like they were coming from addresses associated to Michelle Hadley, Ian's ex-fiance. I mean, was Michelle batshit crazy? First, she sends that weirdo God-fearing email to Ian, and now she's sending these wacky emails to Angela. These emails sometimes had pictures of people being harmed, dead bodies, fetuses, decapitation, real disturbing stuff. Yeah, I told you I didn't want to hang out with that chick. (sighs) One email read, I'm going to read this to you, okay? There are legends that Adam had a wife before Eve who was named Lilith. But this is not found in the Bible. The legends vary significantly, but they all essentially agree that Lilith left Adam because she did not want to submit to him. According to the legends, Lilith was evil, wicked woman who committed adultery with Satan and produced a race of evil creatures. I hope you are scared of death tomorrow. Be prepared. Don't sleep. Be watchful of the daughters of God. We will steal your child and we will watch as it dies. He is using you for everything. Don't you see this? He is obsessed with me. I am his treasured princess. You are nothing. Watch your back tomorrow. Dude, is that what Lilith Fair is about? Getting getting crazy? Oh, I don't know. Well, think about it. Maybe we need to educate educate ourselves about Lilith. Totally, right? Yeah, because that Lilith Fair is like, you know... It's like woman power. Yeah, it's women power. You're right. Oh my gosh. Maybe we can do another. I was so into Sarah McLaughlin in the 90s. Oh, I was too. Oh God. She sings Blackbird, which is Colton's favorite song from the Beatles. Oh yeah. yeah. And she sings it so great. 
So, I mean, that email is pretty terrifying. Yeah, totally. So Angela decides to go to the police on June 1st, and she takes all these emails to the police department. And then on June 13th, Angela tells the police that a weird man or weird men were showing up to her house for Craigslist ads that were taking, taken out by a Lilith Hadley. Dude. And they had Angela's address on them requesting rape fantasies. Now, Gretchy, don't get any crazy ideas from this, but seriously, it's like a thing. Did well, you know this? She, that her real last name was Hadley, though, right? She that dumb? Yeah. Was her real last name was Hadley? Yeah, She's dumb. So these ads gave Angela's address and said, "Don't stop, even if I yell or resist." <gasps> like I'm gonna walk my dog at this time. This is my address. Come and rape me. That's crazy. Nuts. So then, June 24th, Angela calls 911 to report that she was attacked. A man showed up, ripped her shirt, made marks on her neck, and tried to rape her. You can only imagine how Ian and Angela are feeling. Ian was over it and told the police to arrest Michelle at once. I mean, he's like a U.S. marshal, right? Yeah. So they did. Michelle was arrested on June 24th and bailed out on the 25th with a $100,000 bail. And guess what? The what? emails did not stop. Oy. Well, they stopped the day that she was in jail, but they kept coming right after. So on July 13th, Angela calls 911 again, reporting a 17-year-old guy that responded to another Craigslist rape fantasy ad, which I'm like, where are your freaking parents? Like <laughs> 17-year-old old. I know that's like old, but yeah. you're still a child. Well, also a little bit rewind, change your email address, block her. Block her who? It's on Craigslist. I know. So the Craigslist thing I understand is still happening, but she's still receiving emails like block that shit. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So now Michelle is arrested again. And this time, multiple charges with a $1 million bail. And she's facing life in prison for attempted rape, harassment, stalking, and violating her restraining order. Okay, good. Now, Michelle is in jail for these crazy charges, but Michelle herself is floored. She has no idea why she's in jail. She claims that these emails were not from her. And she thought it was weird because in the last few weeks and months, she'd been getting these emails to her account that said people were opening up other email addresses from other servers. And they were using her email as like the password replacement. And she even got an email from Craigslist that said something about a rape fantasy. And she reported the email or the, the thing as like spam or yeah. junk, you know? So Michelle was sure that it was a mistake and that they were going to clear her right away and get her out of there. But weeks went by. And her family was in no financial position to get her out of jail with that $1 million bail and get her a lawyer. 
So Michelle was like, hey, just leave me in jail, but get me a freaking good ass lawyer. But if it wasn't Michelle sending these crazy emails and posting a Craigslist, who was it? Angela. She's fucking crazy. Michelle immediately thought it was actually Ian. He was crazy and controlling. Oh, that makes so sense. So she told the police her thoughts and they didn't want to hear it. Plus, she's accusing one of their own for illegal behavior. And generally that doesn't go over so well. Right. You would think that this is a pretty easy open and shut case. I mean, find out where these emails yeah, are coming IP from. Yeah, addresses. Like, yeah. Yeah. Find the like BPNs, IPs. I mean, yeah. not hard. Yeah. But the Anaheim police didn't do that. No. They were convinced that Michelle was a Looney Tune. But her parents hired lawyers and they believed her. And so they went on a hunt and it wasn't hard to do. In fact, they found out right away that these emails, some of them were coming straight from Angela's dad's house. And a couple of them were sent when Angela when Michelle didn't even have access to any devices to send the emails. Okay. So you're right, Gretchy. These emails were in fact sent by Angela herself. Mm. Turns out Angela wasn't raped at all or attacked or threatened. Michelle and her attorney had to prove that to the DA and they did. But Michelle was in jail for 88 days before. It? Michelle didn't even do it. She sat oh, no, in no, jail. No, 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 I'm sorry. I got confused. I was yeah. thinking it was Angela. No, Michelle sat in jail for 88, 88 days, days. And they put her in this cell that she was only out for one hour a day. She was. Did she ever send the crazy? She sent that first crazy email that I read you to Ian. Oh, okay. But, so, uh... but then I think they took that email. Gave Angela idea. Yes. I'm going to spin this crazy. That's right. And Angela came up with the Lilith thing all by herself. Somebody did. Yeah. So they ended up charging Angela and exonerating Michelle. And Angela was sent to prison for five years. But I want to give you a little twist to think about. Okay. Okay. Michelle and Angela both say that the actual bad guy in this scenario is Ian. Michelle recently sued Ian and the city of Anaheim, stating that the city didn't do enough in their investigation and used the blue shield or the police honor to cover one of their own since Ian was a U.S. Marshal. She thinks that Ian was the mastermind behind this whole plot And police say there just wasn't enough evidence to convict him. And he had an alibi. His work timesheet said that he was at work on the hours these emails were sent, which, by the way, he made his own timesheet up at the end of the pay period. And nobody's like looking over his shoulder. Well, wouldn't Angela be like, I mean, if he was really the one doing it, wouldn't she have said like, oh, it was him? She does say she that. She does? Yes. She does. She says that Ian had just as much access to her dad's house also. And they also set, asked Ian for his phone 
and he did not give his phone because he had given it to his mother in another state. They didn't request his phone records. They do know that he had um, an app on his phone called Hotspot, which blocks IP addresses. Oi. Yeah, fishy, right? Yeah, fishy. He's also a U.S. Marshal that has a lot of knowledge on how to hide IP addresses. Yeah. And make fake accounts and all that. Also, some of the emails that were sent had things in it that only Ian knew of. Money, situations for the condo. And one of the emails came from Angela and Ian's condo at the time that Angela was out of town at a funeral in another state. Boy. So if it wasn't Angela, who was it? It was him. Well, I think so too, but the police didn't see it that way. Mm. It also makes sense that Ian would want to see his wife raped because yeah, he's freaky like that. Because he's freaky. But on the other hand, it is noted that Angela was quite a liar herself. She actually had faked pregnancies mm. before buying sonogram photos on Etsy and had- That's a thing. What? You said that's a thing. I guess so. I had no idea. Oh, you know, I heard you could buy positive pregnancy tests on like eBay. She had a fake pregnancy test too, which she like drew the line, I think. Well, I think you just pregnant people. Take advantage, man. Put that shit on, on eBay. There's a lot of Angela's out there in the world. Oh my God, that's so crazy. <laughs> she also had faked cancer in the past. So, I mean, maybe they were in it together. They both were kind yeah, of freaky. Probably. What do you think? They're probably in it together. Yeah. That's true. I think he also was obsessed with Michelle. So that email that she sent, the Lilith email, I think that was actually him. Yeah. Obsessed with Michelle. Mad that she left him. So maybe Angela was catfished. Bananas. Bananas, right? So is he still working for the Anaheim PD? What do you know? The U.S. Marshal? U.S. Marshal, whatever. Mm, good question. I'm sure he is. This just happened a couple I hope years he's ago. at least on desk duty. <laughs> desk duty? I don't think so. <laughs> or you know what he is? He's probably one of those dick... Oh, no, that's CHP. I was going to say one of those dickheads that pulls over people on the toll roads. <laughs> no. Is he your friend, a U.S. Marshal? My friend, he was an air marshal, but now, yeah, now he's a, he's a federal agent, actually. Much fancier. That's so cool. I love that. Yeah, he won't tell us shit about what he does, and he probably shouldn't because I got a big mouth and a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple Ian Diaz's on Facebook. One lives in Los Angeles, and he's married, which... I'm sure he would be married real quickly. Right away, man. Again. That's what these guys do. Uh-huh. 
And the other one is too. So I don't know. I mean, he's free. Yeah. Free and doing whatever he does. My dog is driving me crazy, but Angela's still in jail. Crazy. But I think they're going to, I, so that lawsuit, I looked it up. I couldn't see if Michelle, what Michelle got. So I don't know, but that's the story of Michelle Hadley and Angela Diaz and Ian Diaz. Wackadoo. Wackadoo. Careful what you do. Before you buy the condo. Be married before you buy the condo. You know, my husband and I bought a boat together before we got married. Mm -hmm. So I probably shouldn't be preaching because we lived on the boat. So kind of like a condo. It's kind of like a condo. A little floating heaven. You know what I did? What dumb thing did you do? I did have a fiance before too, and I gave him $10,000 for something. And it was probably a down payment on a house or something stupid and didn't even get my name on it. But he did end up repaying me after. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. He's redeeming in some ways. Yeah. I'm just lucky it worked out. Yeah. It worked out for me too. Yeah. It worked out. Married to a nice. Oh yeah. I just mean, I'm lucky it worked out that that boat was not a bad decision. Yeah. Yeah. Sean and I did not buy a house. Before we were married. No, you did not. No. We lived in an apartment that I still miss. That was like my favorite apartment. In Westwood? Yeah. It still is one of my favorites. We yeah, should have bought great. it. It was a condo. Yeah. Should have bought that condo. Yeah. It's probably worth feel three like times, times as much there. now. <laughs> okay. So thanks guys so much for listening. Please, like we always say, rate us if you haven't. Thank you to all of our new listeners. We're getting a lot right now and we really appreciate it. Please tell your friends. That is one of the best ways that we can grow because really it's just word of mouth. So if you are in an office or you're a nurse or you're at the DMV and somebody is next to you, say, you know what's boring? This shit. You know what's not boring? Listening to true crime. To Housewives of True Crime. And just take their phone. You got to take people's phone. Oh, I do it all the time. Show them how, where the podcast is. They're like, wait, I, how do you, I don't even know how to do a podcast. Like, yeah. It's already on your iPhone. Yeah. Housewives of True Crime. Mm -hmm. And happy Valentine's Day, guys. Yeah. Clink, clink.